Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of A Year of No Fear. Thank you guys so much for clicking on this episode. Today I'm going to be reading in the book of Psalms chapter 27. So if you have your Bible, flip with me to the book of Psalms chapter 27 and I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 3. It's so good, so I definitely recommend you guys to read it on your own time, but I'm just going to read verses 1 through 3. It says, The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. Praise the Lord. So again, this is another Psalm of David. And he's just glorifying and magnifying God for who he is and and why he's so confident in the Lord. You know, this is, it's a, it's a trend throughout all of scripture. It's not just David, but every single major Bible person or prophet or anyone who was just in the kingdom of God, their confidence was always in the Lord. And specifically, you see that a lot with David through the trend of his life. But you also see it in the, from the Old Testament to the New Testament. People were confident in God. There is a confidence that comes from knowing the Lord. When you know the Lord, you're not timid. You're not shy. You know, people who who knew the Lord in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, they weren't afraid to say things. They weren't afraid to speak. They weren't afraid to show that confidence. And I talked about it in a Wednesday word a while back, confidence versus pride. And there's a difference between being confident and being prideful. You know, our confidence comes from the Lord. Our confidence is not based in our own ability, but it's based on the Lord's character, who he is our father's character and who he is and what he does. And pride would be like, well, I'm confident in my own abilities. I'm confident in who I am. I'm confident in what I can do on my own. I don't need God. I don't need anybody else. I can do everything all by myself. And that's not the case. We need the Lord. Our confidence comes from him. Our strength comes from him. Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing. So apart from being apart from Jesus, I can do nothing. My confidence doesn't come from my own ability. My confidence comes from the Lord, who the Lord tells me that I am. I believe the I believe the word of God. You know because he doesn't say that I'm weak. He doesn't say that I'm nothing or worthless or anything like that. So I have confidence but knowing that my confidence comes from the Lord. I don't have to be um I want to say self-deprecating. I'm not sure if that's the right word for it, though. Back to the scripture. David says, The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? If the Lord is your light, if he is your salvation, why are you afraid? Why are you worried? Why are you anxious? The Lord is your light and he's your salvation. And not even just in a way of salvation like, I I was we I was talking to my friends about Psalm 91 at the end of Psalm 91 the last verse it says um with long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation and that whole psalm is talking about divine protection 
So we have more than just the salvation of eternal life. We have more than just the salvation of um, Jesus, Jesus dying on the cross. Because the salvation that David was talking about in Psalm chapter 27 and the psalmist in Psalm 91, the, the salvation that they're talking about is for here on earth. Because all of Psalm 91 is talking about things that happen here on earth. So he will show you, he with long life, he will satisfy you. He, he will give you a long life and he will show you his salvation. You are saved once you're born again, but he will constantly save you from the attacks of the enemy. And because of that, because the Lord is your light and he's your salvation, you don't have a reason to fear because he is constantly delivering you from the hands of the enemy. He says, the Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? He is your fortress. He's your hiding place. He's your, he's your protector, your fortress. Like you, that's, that's the place where you're in protection. It says protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? Verse two says, when evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. So when the enemy comes to devour me, when my enemy comes to attack me, he will stumble and fall. And whenever the Bible gives like an absolute, like it's a promise. It says he will stumble. Your enemy will stumble and fall. God doesn't say things will happen just for them to not happen. All of his promises are yes and amen. So you don't have to to wonder if this is true because it's a promise and his promises are yes and amen. And it goes for every single promise in the word of God. If it's in there, it's yes and amen. You don't have to ask God for it. It's already yes and amen. If you're not seeing certain things come to pass in your life, you need to evaluate. You need to have some uh, some self-awareness. You need to to think about what are the things that I'm doing? What are the things that I could be doing? Am I just sitting back and not doing anything? Am I opening a door for the enemy to walk through? Be self-aware of what's going on. Because the Bible is true above every circumstance, above every situation, personal experience. The Bible is true above that. And if the Bible says that something will happen and you don't see that thing happening, you need to evaluate, you need to further investigate what's going on behind, what's going on about that. Verse three says, though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. I think it was in Psalm chapter three, verse six, when David said that when his enemies are surrounding him, the Lord makes him sleep in, in peace. So even when a mighty army is surrounding you, your heart will not be afraid. When you make the Lord your fortress, when he is your light and he is your salvation, a mighty army can come and surround you, but your heart will not be afraid because you have confidence in the Lord. It says, even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. Confident in what? Because you as one person cannot defeat the army of hell. You on your own in your own power? No, you can't do it. You can't. But with the Lord Jesus, 
with God the Father, with the Holy Ghost on your side. Even if you are attacked, you can remain confident and your heart will not be afraid, even though the armies of hell surround you. Your confidence is in the Lord. Your confidence is not in your own ability. When Peter recognized that Jesus was the Messiah, when Peter recognized that Jesus was God, that he was the Christ, God in the flesh, when he realized that and he confessed him as Lord, Jesus said, upon this rock, the the words that Peter said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. There's another absolute statement. When you recognize that Jesus Christ is your Lord, when the Lord is your light and your salvation, when you make him your fortress, your place of dwelling, when you build your life on Jesus Christ, the gates of hell can try to come against you. They can try to attack, but they will not prevail. You being one person filled with the Holy Spirit, you being one person filled with the Holy Spirit, you are a functioning body part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are a part of the church. You are a part of the body of Christ. You're a member of the body of Christ. You have a place on his body. And he says that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. And if you're a part of the church, the gates of hell will not prevail against you. Time and time again, up until this point, if you've been following along in the year of no fear, every single time an enemy came up against one of God's people, they always fell. The enemy never prevailed. And you see it from the beginning all the way up until the end. Every time some of God's people went to war, they may have lost a few cases, but once they got it together, and I'm talking Old Testament, I'm talking like Joshua, Moses, I'm talking them. But once that new covenant starts, you don't see the enemy even getting a foothold in believers' lives. You don't see it. You know, yeah, some of them died and they were persecuted to death. But even though the enemy thought he was stealing them, the same way that he thought he was going to be able to kill Jesus, Jesus took back the keys of death, hell, and the grave. So he had no power over their death. He had no control over their death. The enemy has, he no longer has the keys of death, hell, and the grave. He doesn't have authority to tell somebody, to tell a believer, a born-again believer, a born-again son or daughter of, of the Lord of our father God in heaven, he has no authority over when you die because he doesn't have the keys of death, hell, and the grave anymore. They laid their lives down for the sake of the gospel. They laid it down willingly. Verse two says, when evil people, Satan, when he comes to devour you, the Bible says that Satan roams around like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. So he, when he comes to devour you, when your enemy comes to attack you, he will stumble and fall. According to Psalm chapter 27, verse 2. According to Deuteronomy chapter 28, it says when your enemies rise against you that they will, fa- they will be defeated before your face. It's all throughout scripture. 
Your enemy cannot stand against you. He will stumble and fall. So when you see an attack of the enemy, you don't just sit back and let it happen. You don't just sit and, and, you know, oh, the enemy's really been attacking me. No, you have authority over this. Because the devil is under your feet. I am not going to tremble when it looks like danger is coming my way. When my enemy is attacking me, I'm not going to fear because I know the word and I know who I am in God. And I know that I don't have to be a victim of attack. I know that I don't have to just sit back and let this happen. I know that I have full authority over this situation because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I have someone who is greater on my side, greater living in this earthly tent, living in this vessel. There is someone that is greater than any enemy, any devil, any person that is in the world. And I am more than a conqueror in all these things. Praise the Lord. You are victorious. You are a winner. You're not a loser. You're a conqueror. And because of that, because of what the Lord says about you, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to tremble. You don't have to be anxious. You don't have to fear or be worried or concerned. Because all of the Lord's promises are yes and amen. And he promises to protect you. He promises to be your fortress. He is your light and he's your salvation. He will cause your enemies to stumble and fall. He will make you confident. He will, and like I talked about yesterday, in the presence of your enemies, when you're attacked, you will remain confident, but he will also seat you and in the presence of your enemies and make you to eat a feast in their face. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys got something from this. I hope you guys are growing in your confidence in the Lord, growing in your full confidence and full assurance that the Lord is not a liar, that the Lord is covering you. He's protecting you. And because of that, you can be bold. Because of that, you can be confident in who the Lord is. Walk with your head held high and know that I am a daughter. I am a son I am a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. I am a prince or I'm a princess in my father's kingdom. So I'm going to walk with my head held high and I'm going to walk in the authority that Jesus died for. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll be talking to you guys tomorrow with a new Wednesday word. Follow the podcast on Instagram. It's at H-I-H-B podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. That way you get notifications whenever I upload an episode like the one that you're listening to right now. I love you guys so much. Bye.